You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. BSBOT, some number, Greg. You've already said too much. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Come on. Let's just get started. Go ahead. Sure. Yep. Oh, you want me to go ahead? I You're mean, just going to give me the floor. Yeah, what do you Am want I me to do? Me I mean, I'll tee you up. Fine. Um, the, yeah. Rangers, the Rangers are currently scrimmaging as, okay, yeah, you're as, right, you're right, as yeah. we speak. We cannot watch. It is ridiculous. The Knicks are good. But most importantly... Uh, most I, importantly. I think and I actually have been wanting to talk to you about this today. Because hmm. it is tremendous news and, and content, despite not being Ranger-related. But it is BSB-related because the Mets made oh. maybe their most important trade I don't know if you can make that case, but a top three trade in, in their history today by acquiring Francisco Lindor. And it got me thinking about some things with the Rangers, but I'm going to let you do your thing first. It got you thinking about some things with the Rangers. This is what I do. Uh, this is how you relate everything back to the Rangers. I never think, I mean, to the Mets. I never think back to the Rangers. This is what we do. It's in my lifetime. It's easily one of the three biggest moves the Mets have ever made. Uh, it, it's, I, I don't know if I can list them, but it's it's on a Piazza level and it's on a Johan Santana level for sure for everything that it means and everything that it signals where this organization is going. Um, I'm sure the old heads would point to the Keith Hernandez trade being the very first big domino that fell that led to the 1986 World Series. Uh, my dad's generation would probably say something about Don Clendenin back in the 60s. And if you wanted to look at it as just big Met moves in history. Every Met fan remembers, even if they weren't born yet, the day they decided to trade Tom Seaver and how that represented so much and so wrong with what it is to be a New York Met fan. But honestly, dude, I had forgotten that Francisco Lindor was an option. I had you did? focused all For my real? energies. Yeah, I, I, I did. I just like compartmentalized that when, when I believe Jared Porter and Sandy Alderson, all they've said, they're like, we're not trading our prospects. Well, I didn't you did it. You I did know, it, Greg. What I didn't expect were the Indians to go like, that's cool. We don't want them. Like, I didn't expect <laughs> it. We, we had talked on this podcast about we, we had tried to handicap what a Lindor trade would look like from the perspective of the Indians are poor. And we kept that in mind every time you and I sat on this podcast and said, what would it take to get someone like Francisco Lindor? I never in a billion years would have expected it to take literally nothing oh and also the indians are going to add in carlos carrasco okay that's the part that makes this sickening uh, i have to be honest with you so i've Tell watched me. you suffer throughout the years it's uh, yeah you could say 
it's been nice. I find myself, even <laughs> though I don't really want to, rooting for the Mets. And it's not because I like you. I don't know why. I Sometimes I root for them, and I just – I feel bad, right? It's like one of the situations like, wow, it'd be it's great a, if they it's, could... a, it's, it's a pity. It's a pity. It's, it's a pity cheer. Yeah, it's fun. Like, when they, I rooted for them in the World Series. I did, you know? I, I It was fun. I It was – but it didn't happen, but it was fun. But – Throwing at Carrasco, who and again, welcome to the York Rangers number one podcast. That's us, me and Greg. Okay, cool. We'll talk about the Rangers and everything else in a minute, or maybe not. Who knows? Uh, throwing at Carrasco, who could be legitimately your fourth or fifth starter, who it was a Cy Young candidate, like I don't know, two years ago. So, to are you just like for money? Like it was a legit salary dump. Steve Cohen has infinite money. I would do anything for him to buy the Rangers, and then you get. The best shortstop, if or arguably the best shortstop in the game, if not the best, and a number four starter that could be a number two on some teams if he's healthy. That's ridiculous. You gave up nothing. Like I, I know you like Ahmed Rosario, and I and, and no, not, not not this much. No, not this, but this. Like, okay, Greg, like we're we're fucking nerds, right? Like we are. Uh-huh. We're baseball yep. nerds, and we're we we're, we're sports nerds in general. Like Ahmed Rosario, nineteenth best middle infielder. Like uh, second base, I maybe? don't even think he's that. I, like he he has a half season of quality major league play, sure. and even then, it was batting average and contact dependent. Sure, um, like like that guy. That's a guy that goes like fifteenth, sixteenth, and nineteenth off the board in a dynasty draft if he's eligible at second base among second basemen. Like that's where we are. Like that's a guy that was like a headlining package for Francisco fucking Lindor, who you're gonna sign for like eight years. Yeah, it's Jimenez is a fun prospect, but I think on a great team, Jimenez is a poor man's Jeff McNeil, where he's not your everyday shortstop, but he gets maybe five games a week playing three different positions. Um, I I was very high on Andreas Jimenez. I've always been very high on Andreas Jimenez. If the Mets didn't trade for Francisco Lindor, you know I'd be an Andreas Jimenez spin machine over here. But it's I, I think the most um, the most flattering prospect rankings last year had Jimenez as maybe the Mets' second best prospect. And I think every publication that would have him as number two would have told you that's more of a comment on how poor the Mets' farm system is at its top than it is about where they think Andres Jimenez is going to be as a long-term piece. Uh, The Mets kept their best prospect, which is Ronnie Mauricio. They kept their second best prospect, which is Francisco Alvarez, who's a teenage catcher and a hitting machine that you, lo- I know you love. I do. Uh, you kept Matt Allen, a hey, high upside arm. I, we don't you have to name JT. all the stuff you kept. You kept everything. It's not we like kept you, everything. You, yeah, you we kept just, everything. Let's keep Josh, it right there. Josh Wolf, Josh Wolf and Isaiah Green, maybe we're going to be top 10 prospects in the Mets system. Maybe. We don't know. In a normal system, they're probably in the 15 range. It's the Mets gave up nothing. I went to look at Carrasco's salary when I saw that There's he like, was. It's, it's, it's like Blake Snell. It's, it's 12 like million. million. Ryan, it's 12 million it's for insane. the next two years. It's, it's our Timmy Panarin contract. In the baseball, that's nothing. Like, He's, I was expecting him to be making around 20 in order to justify the Mets not giving anything up in order to get these two guys. When I saw it was two years and $24 million with a team option for a third year. I cackle. I legitimately cackle. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. Uh, that's why I wanted to bring this to like New York sports thing. Like my dude. Like when it comes to like actual like hype rankings, like the the Mets like right now have to be number one. Like I know 
listen, I know Yankee fans and like other other people out there are gonna be like, well, the Yankees, like, yeah, dude, the Yankees have had a ton of great seasons. Like, they're they're a premier franchise. We there's no arguing about this. But when it comes to like hope and faith right now, I know a lot of you Yankee fans out there. I do. And you're having trouble signing your uh, MVP candidate in DJ LeMayu. Like you you legitimately are. The, Who the it, Mets might sign just out of fucking spite. Right. Like, you, but not only that, you might trade for Chris goddamn Bryant too. Like that's insane. And the, when it comes to hope and faith right now, the Rangers aren't there yet. We're just not. Like, yeah, Lafreniere, I, I, I think for everyone out there to, uh, to understand how happy of a day Greg is, like this is what today is for Greg is what it was for every, everyone else when the ping pong ball hit. What it was for us when the Rangers moved up for second overall. Like, that's, like, I think we can agree, like, that's where the level of, like, event event this is for you. No, it, it's, it's higher than that. It's probably, because Lafreniere still represents hope. Like, there's still a chance Lafreniere doesn't pan out. Francisco Lindor is established as a top two shortstop. The, 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 I personally would probably want Fernando Tatis instead, but. Yeah, be greedy. I, like, okay. like, we're splitting hairs. <laughs> We're fucking splitting hairs. Yeah. It's it it feels more Panarin than it does Lafreniere. The difference to him for me, I guess, is like Lafreniere is like is your own guy. Like it's kinda like he's he's a ranger. He could be a ranger for life. It's like David Wrightian in that era. You know what I mean? Like you didn't know, but we'll see how it plays out. But when it comes to the hope and faith rankings, like the Mets in New York right now are number one. And shockingly, I think number two and three are the Knicks and Rangers. Like that's where we are. It's 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 hilarious. It's crazy. Well, Tom Thibodeau has done so much for the New York Knicks in the first eight games of this season. It's it's incredible. It, it honestly, it goes to show what having an adult in the room can do for a basketball team. Tom Thibodeau, whether, whether you like his coaching styles or you, you hate his coaching styles, he's an adult and the players respect him and they're going to work hard for him. And all of a sudden, the Knicks are beating teams that they shouldn't be beating. They're coming back from being down double digits. They're playing an entertaining style of basketball. I, I can't remember the last time before two weeks ago, I think was the first time where I was like, all right, I'll turn the Knicks on and see what's going on. And then last on Monday, when we were recording the podcast, I looked down to see what time it was. And I had a thought that I've never had in a very long time, Ryan. I thought to myself like, Oh fuck, we're going to miss tip off. I've never thought that that's, with a Knicks game. That's what's insane. And you know what the I have to say, and this is why it's a state of New York kind of situation. Like, my dude, if and, and correct me if I'm wrong, if Katie, mm. Kyrie, and Steve Nash was the coach of the goddamn Knicks, we'd, we'd be flipping out, right? But they're on yeah. the Nets, and I don't care. I don't care. And it, it, that I know that I how silly it, that sounds. I don't. That's the thing. It's not silly. It's just like. It, it, they're not a, as much as they can just be Brooklyn. They're not a New York team. They're the New Jersey Nets. Like everybody just sees them as the New Jersey Nets. They're just a second class citizen in its own city. The Knicks have given them so much runway to be special. They didn't run with it. And that this is literally the Knicks. This is the first time in recent history that they're even entertaining to watch. We don't even, we still don't know if the Knicks are good. This is still a team that has fallen behind the Hawks and the jazz by 15 plus points. Yes. They came back to win, but good teams generally don't fall behind by 15 it's points. It's still fun, man. Like it's still, it, it's super fun. And it's just a super fun team. Like Nick fans have latched on to Julius Randall in a way you would expect the Knicks to latch on to a star, but it's just like Julius Randall is the guy right now. Good for and it's, him. it's almost more, 
it's almost more fun because it's Julius Randle. It's, it's I know that's a ridiculous thing to say. No, it's but not. It seems like it. But like, dude, like that guy's. I, I can't. I, this is ridiculous that I can say this. Like that guy's like a Knicks legend already. It's been a week and a half. <laughs> like this is like st- this is stuff that happens. Like, yes, he could turn. Like he maybe he won't turn into an All Star this year. Maybe he just like goes back to the way he was last year. Totally fine. The the Knicks right now are so exciting with him. It's kind of like it. It's hard to remember, but Linsanity was three weeks long. That's it. I know it seems like it was like a whole year, but Linsanity was three weeks. All Julius Randle has to do is play well for like three more weeks. He's a Knicks legend. He's the best thing to happen to the Knicks other than Carmelo Anthony in like the last ten years. That's where mm-hmm. we're at, and and that's why when it comes to like ranking the teams, I was really thinking about this. Like, who's the most hopeful franchise moving forward? Well, right now it's the Mets. That's for sure. Then it mm-hmm. then it goes. It's not the Knicks yet. It's probably still the Yankees. Then it's the Rangers, and then like it might be the Jets because Justin Fields might be that good. Like I, I think the, I don't know the Jets. See the Jets like the Knicks. There's this stink over the Jets, and his name is Woody Johnson. Yeah, it's yes. Adam Gase is gone. Yes, Jet fans seem to have confidence in Joe Douglas, but Woody Johnson is no longer the. Uh, ambassador to the United Kingdom. He's coming home, which means he's going to be involved with the Jets day to day. So there's there's a stink over them, just like there's a stink over the Giants with the Mara family, and there's a stink over half of Madison Square Garden. Because but to be fair, I shit, I mean <laughs> the Knicks did everything that Thibodeau basically wanted them to do this offseason. So maybe Leon Rose is listening. Maybe Leon Rose gets it. Maybe Leon Rose is exactly what James Dolan has needed all these years, like he had with Glenn Sather and now Jeff Gorton and John Davidson. Who knows? Just that guy. I just want to remind you, Ryan, I just want to remind you before we, I do want to talk about the Rangers and the angst, straight up angst that exists over them not streaming tonight's scrimmage. Oh, it's ridiculous. I just want to remind you, I just want to remind you before we get into that. Sure. The New York Mets traded for Francisco Lindor today and they gave up fucking nothing. They gave up a co- I, I want to say they gave up a cup of coffee, but I value coffee too much, Greg. That's where we're at. <laughs> like I would keep like it's it's the disgusting haul. It and I and frankly it's you know, we crap on the NHL here. People have called us mm-hmm. whiny little bees on this show and like, you know, two little guys who just complain about everything. But uh-huh. like baseball deserves it right now, dude. Like these guys who are just like salary, like the Cubs to salary dump you, Darvish, the Cleveland Indians. Oh, sorry, Cleveland <laughs> to not even the Indians anymore to to just salary dump Lindor. It's a buyer's market, and if you have an owner who's got cash lined pocket and has invested mm. in Bitcoin over the last couple of years, uh, guess what? You're you're gonna be a top premier baseball team because, as far as I'm concerned, Gregory, there's only four good teams in the NL now, and you're one of them. That's it. Braves, Dodgers, Mets, Padres. Yep. That's it. It's too bad one of those teams doesn't play in the Central. Nobody plays in the Central. It's a bunch the, of garbage. The Brewers or the Cardinals will win the Central this year with 67 wins. Yeah. And I like the Brewers. They're just the Brewers. Sorry. Like, they're not a superpower. <laughs> uh, shit on the Brewers. Fuck you, Christian Yelich. It's- yeah, no, dude. Life's good. Life's great. I don't know what to say. If they sign that lineup, if they sign George Springer, should be illegal. Okay, like well, it, uh, I'll go one further. If that lineup, if they sign George Springer or trade for Chris Bryant, and and the and the trading for Chris Bryant is like literally one prospect, maybe like okay, like yeah. See, here's 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 the thing. I, I I I so as soon as the Mets signed Lindor, a rumor came out that the Mets had been in contact with Jackie Bradley Jr. and it just couldn't have been more obvious. 
that the Mets wanted that rumor out there to tell George Springer to hurry the fuck up. Otherwise, we're going to pick up and leave without you. Like, it, it's before this Lindor trade, Springer had all the leverage in the world because the Mets needed to make a splash. And now the Mets got Francisco Lindor. So they basically gave George Springer's agent a big middle finger. And if George Springer wants to be a New York Met, the ball's in his fucking court. Uh, but it, if the Mets leaked this Chris Bryant rumor too to tell the Rockies that they would literally send them a bag of balls. And if you <laughs> want to pay Nolan Arenado, you can go for it. Or we could pay Nolan Arenado for you and we'll just take him. Yeah. Imagine the left side of the infield, bro, when it's Lindor and Arenado. Yeah, good luck. You would never – we wouldn't be able to it's, podcast anymore because I just would refuse to talk during Met games. I, I would be unobtainable. We'd have to change the schedule, and I understand that. I won't, <laughs> but I understand. It, that's, it's just it's just such a crazy situation that, that you've gone through as a Mets fan and even as a Ranger fan. Like, for us, like, the, the hope and the turnaround, like, we, they released a letter two years ago. Like we're supposed to re- be rebuilding for way longer than we are, and we're still rebuilding, even though I think I do think the rebuild is quote unquote over. You're contending, but this is sort of the last year before the window gets open. The Mets are a contender now. Like yep, they sure are. they are. The Nets are a contender now. The Yanks are a contender now. But the and and so are the Islanders. I want to give the Islanders some are, shout out. Are the Yanks a contender now? The Yanks got to do some things if they want to keep contender status. No, they'll still be a contender. Boston sucks in their division. They're not doing anything. Like the, the Blue Jays, hey man, the Blue Jays are trying. The Blue Jays are trying. If the Mets, the Jays, they're the Blue Jays. Like, yeah, the Rays will be around, but they let Morton walk. Like, they have one starting pitcher in Michael Waka's elbow. Like, this is hey, enjoy Waka, man. Sorry, as a Mets fan who now has Francisco Lindor, I can tell you that fine. I don't give a shit what Michael Waka does. It's fine. He can win a Young this year. I'd be like, cool. But like, good for fucking him. Uh, you know, and the Islanders are le- they're a legit team. Barry Trotson might be the best coach in, in the NHL. It's, I want to give them some run here, even though we don't give a shit here. It's, 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 well, they don't it, give a shit either because it's what today is. Oh my we're less God, than a week. The Barzol shit is ridiculous, my dude. Like, sign the man. Okay, let's, let's get to, get to this. Are they going to bridge deal him? Like, they, they have to. They don't have the money. So stupid. Like, no, Ryan, right, Ryan, I don't. If they want to bridge him and they keep his restricted free agent rights, fine. Fucking go for it. That it, I think it's a bad business practice, but at least they sign him. It's fucking stupid that the NHL is going to let Matt Barzal sign a bridge contract. Like, why isn't anyone out there offering him five years at top dollar? Give up the assets. I'm not doing this rant today. I'm way too happy. But I'm just saying, it's not embarrassing to the Islanders that he signs a bridge. It is. But it's way more embarrassing that the NHL is going to allow that to happen. There are 30 other teams in this league. It's embarrassing. It's, Get the fuck up. So silly. What are you doing? You're hoping you're hoping one of the first round picks you have to give up to sign Matt Barzal turns into what? Matt Barzal? It's the fucking family guy shit. <laughs> you know what's better than a boat? A mystery box. Because you know what the mystery box can be? A boat. Like, what are we doing? This it's is a, ridiculous. It Francisco Lindor. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I, gonna, I, would, I do want to talk to you because okay, I know let, you're going to be let, angry let's about take the a quick break. not streaming the game. Let's tonight. take a quick break and then we'll come back and right. do the letter. All right. All right. Transition Francisco to Lindor. a break. Francisco, yes. Transition. All right, we're back. Uh, we're, hey. we're literally seven twenty-four as we're we're watching this. Uh, I'm mm. I'm watching Vincent Collins. Uh, I don't think Rick tweets about the uh, the actual scrimmages or whatever. So, uh, you know, the the way the Rangers are handling this. So so people know. So people were like, I've had a lot of people ask me, "Hey, where can I stream this?" Okay, you cannot do that. You can't stream it. The Rangers are not streaming it for anybody. It's officially only for beat writers and media who are covering it. It's a private stream and a private link. And no, I couldn't get access to it. And no, I didn't ask. But let's pretend I did. Like, right now, it's 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 insane that I have to, like, 
watch for clips. Like, Jack Johnson scored on Igor Shosturkin, a clip I would like to repeat for the rest of the season as a giant meme, and I cannot because I am not allowed to because I'm a Ranger fan and I want to watch my team in the preseason. I, I it, it finagles me and I, it makes me so confused as to why we cannot just show interest in the team. That's all. Like, Adam Fox just set up Chris Kreider, and now it's 1-1 in this scrimmage. But I'll never see that because no one cares, I guess. But all the Ranger fans that have come at me this week and said, hey, do you know where I can watch this? Like, no, use your imagination. That's Or, or follow Vince, Colin, or Rick, maybe, and Rick will get, do a recap for you. But other than that, wait seven more days. That's where we're at. It's, it's um, I know I know it's been a you know, hard time. Maybe it's hard to get the camera guys to come in with COVID. I don't know. But I feel like you could figure this out. I just, I feel like it's possible. It can't be that hard. Well, I, I think part of the reason that confuses it for me is because you just, you simply just look at the schedule, right? There is no Nick game tonight. There was last night at MSG. But you would think to yourself, why wouldn't MSG, the operations, not even the network, just the operations, why wouldn't they use tonight as a dry run for when they're going to have to get the ice up within 24 hours in a time of COVID mm. after a Nick game? That's a really why good wouldn't point. They have, why wouldn't they have wanted to use tonight as a practice run for getting ready for a traditional game night? And then if they were going to do that at the Garden, why wouldn't you just broadcast it from there? I think those are just the logical, logistic questions that I don't have a good answer for. It doesn't seem to make any sense. Um, it'd be one thing entirely if the Rangers were living in a bubble in Westchester for their camp, right? But they're not. We know they're not. So it's not like the players are being asked a bigger burden to go uh, from Westchester to New York City for a Nick game. Uh, a Ranger game, I should say. Right. I mean, I could have gone from the Nick game. I don't give a fuck what they do on their off days. Yeah, it's not my business. Who, who, am I? Uh, who am I to tell you that? Uh, it, 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 there really isn't a reason not to broadcast. It's it, ridiculous right? no... that I have to write a freaking fan fiction about the scrimmage. Like, this is where yeah, we're at. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. It's from a, from a network standpoint, I would think you would want – you're not getting preseason games, so wouldn't you want a quote-unquote – practice run for the regular season uh it's not interfering with a Knicks game so that's like the Knicks don't have a home game tonight so the garden is available there aren't any other concerts or any other show going on at the garden that would have prevented them from being able to set up the ice for tonight I personally don't understand why they didn't want to take advantage of a situation to see how long and how practical it is to go from basketball to hockey in the time of COVID it's something they haven't had to do before so why wouldn't they have wanted to take advantage of that tonight? And then it's not like a competitive advantage. I, it's You're not – like you don't get an edge from broadcasting this game or not. It's available to the people that need to see it. And I promise you that link didn't just go out to beat writers. This isn't being done under the cover of darkness. So it's it's a little ridiculous that they wouldn't do it. Does it get me upset? No, because I'm having a great fucking day. If the Mets didn't sign, if the Mets didn't trade for Francisco Lindor or Carlos Carrasco, I might feel completely different about this. Right. Uh, I, I, I personally, whatever. Like, if it you don't want to like, show let, me the Ranger game, that's fine. But let, I, like, as as someone that is, if like, I just can't think of how poorly you could market yourself to your own fan if you're depriving your fan of the one thing they want right now. They just want one thing. They want to see a Ranger game. They don't care if it's good. 
They don't care who plays. Oh my god. They don't yeah, care just, where it is. I just want to watch. Some of them don't even care if they can attend. They just want to watch. And you're like, nah. Like that, that's poor marketing. That's just poor it's practical silly, thinking. And, and yet, you know, Keandre Miller deleted his tweet asking for his money from Mock Rainier. That's where we're at. You think you really think that was the Rangers that asked him that? No, I mean part yes. <laughs> 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 Allegedly. I, what are the options? Like, he woke up and he was like, I feel bad about making fun of Lafreniere. No. Maybe. <laughs> he's, maybe. He's, he's his roommate. They're they're buddies. Like, that's how that works. You think Lafreniere just, was like, actually, just, actually, I'm hurt and I will not pay you? <laughs> like, it's just, it's funny. It's funny to me. Like, that that tweet gets flack or someone flags it oh down. Meanwhile, was... Marcus Stroman's on Twitter today, basically, like, I'm, I'm nutting off. everywhere. Yeah. Trevor, Trevor, Trevor May is firing off memes left and right i know oh, i'm God, jealous it's so man good to, it's, it's fun. really good time to be a met fan it's a fun man. Team. really good time. it hasn't even played yet i'm sure i'm sure things will go poorly at some point oh horrifically <laughs> there was a coup yesterday ryan yes like, that's true it took it took that i, meant, I just i meant the can you i meant the mets but i was talking about no Earth. but no but like come on <laughs> like of course yes of course there, there there won't be a season this year not because of covid uh you know what i'm not even nope, gonna get into nope, it we'll just nope. get in trouble yeah um cut that part out but yeah I mean, the the Knicks are finally entertaining. The Mets finally make rob some other team of something. It's like, oh, by the way, democracy it no longer exists. Like, fantastic. <laughs> I can't can't fucking time it up more perfectly. The Knicks. Had you told me, you go back if you asked me one year ago today on January seventh, twenty twenty, when Igor Shosturkin was making his National League National Hockey can't League debut. It's been a year, by the way. It makes no sense. You sit me down and say, Greg, here's what's going to happen in the next month. Yep. If you want Francisco Lindor. Yep. You have to live through a pandemic. Yep. You have to live through a shortened season for all sports. Yep. You'll no, have to no live sports. through. You'll have to live through a constitutional crisis. You'll get addicted to horse betting. <laughs> and other things. Uh, <laughs> and is that okay? And I, I would have like, I sent a tweet out today, basically being like, if someone. It. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been, well, it is Francisco Lindo. He's quite good. Uh, yeah, and good. I don't have to give up anything for him. All right, fine. No, but it was just like, imagine the fort, like someone just sat you down and was like, buddy, there's going to be a coup. There's going to be a pandemic. The Mets are going to get sold and you're going to get Francisco Lindor. And My gut reaction would have been like, those four thing. things have thing. to be related. It's there's no way those four things are independent of each other. Right. The coup would have come from usually the Wilpons. Like that would have had to, like, that's. But a, like the Wilpons sold because us Met fans finally got sick and tired right, like, of it like in Storm City Field. That's a, that's a story I actually could believe. Whereas yeah. this week, hard to believe some parts. That's mm. all. Um, yeah, like the Knicks winning three yeah, games exactly. in a row. That's exactly what I was talking about, Greg. <laughs> Just the Knicks. Um, uh, can you imagine if the Jets trade for Deshaun Watson? Okay, can we ha- talk about that's not happening? Like they're gonna. Why? Be- why won't it happen? Why? Why would it happen? What are the? I guess how much would it take? It would take the. The I Jets guess, have two first round picks this year. I guess if one you, of them is number two overall. Would you get Justin Fields to get Deshaun Watson? I don't know about that. Was I take Deshaun Watson is the is the guaranteed good. Hmm. You hope just uh, you want to do the boat in the box again? No. Justin Fields is the box. Deshaun Watson is the boat. You hope D- Justin Fields becomes. But Deshaun I've also Watson. watched Deshaun Watson have a shitty team around him for a couple years now, and has yeah. And the Texans well. won six games this year. Okay, that's a fair point. <laughs> like that's a fair like point. People, my my friends, my friend, we I have a big text group with college friends um, that I lived with, the roommates, and someone made the point like you acquired Deshaun Watson, and you just immediately become the Texans. It's like yeah, and the Texans were better than the Jets this year, so progress has been made right him he himself is a four-win improvement just deshaun watson you, you yes you have to figure out more shit around deshaun watson they have makai becton they have some intriguing offensive weapons 
They they need a lot of help defensively. That goes without question. But at like at some point, it's not putting the horse before the cart. But it's like why build the cart if you don't have the horse? Your hope you hope to acquire a quarterback as good as Deshaun Watson. So why don't you just get Deshaun Watson? Well, hopefully he forces himself out, and uh, that'll be it. Uh, and the Jets can actually be good. I like when the Jets are good. It was fun. Like when I can you can you imagine, Ryan? I, I hate to oh, cut you oh, off. Oh, I love to no, cut you go off. ahead. You did love doing it. Imagine a scenario where the Jets, the Mets, the Mets the are more entertaining than the Yankees. Yep. The Knicks are more entertaining somehow than the Nets. The Rangers don't have any competition, and the damn Jets are more entertaining than the Giants. Like growing up. That's Mets fans of. were Jet fans, and Yankee fans were Giant fans. And Yankee fans there and are Giant some, there fans are always some had mixed. it good. There's a, a shocking amount of Ranger Mets fans. Shocking. Well, that's mostly because if you like the Long Island crowd is our Mets, Jets, Islanders. But as soon as you get out of Long Island, it's a little bit more mixed. Like right. the I reason why I was a Ranger fan is the I I don't I don't give a shit about Long Island. I grew right. up in Connecticut. Right. Makes sense. Um Steve Dangle's favorite state, by the way. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, Our Uh, co-worker, in case you're wondering. Yeah. Uh, It was announced. Okay, we're good. But it's not the Yankees. Yes, the Yankee Giant fandom, it's not 100%. But I'd say more times than not, a Yankee fan is a Giant fan and a Met fan is a Jet fan. I'd say that is the most common uh, grouping. And we're entering a year, 2021, where it's possible if the Jets get Deshaun Watson – that the Mets Jet fans, for maybe the first time in the history of forever, feel like the superior group. It's a, a truly strange situation. Uh, I, it almost feels surreal. But everything, I, honestly, after after the last like year and a half, I could believe anything. I really mm-hmm. could. Like, that's where I'm at. Um, final rankings. I'll go Mets. I'll go Yanks. I'll go Nets. Just because Kyrie, Kyrie and Kyrie, uh, oh my god. Kyrie and Katie could literally win a title if if they like, together. I like I like I like Kyrie and Kyrie. Kyrie and Kyrie, my dyslexia yeah. coming in there. So I go Mets, yeah. Mets, Yanks, Nets, Rangers, Islanders, Jets, Giants. Well, what are you, what are, we, are you doing? Just like which teams will be more successful this year? I just have hope for twenty twenty one. Just hope, just general still, hope. I still can't. It's it's January seventh, and Barzal is not signed. Not only, not only is it January seventh that Barzal is not signed, but they signed Matt Martin to a four-year that extension. That is something. I'd have the Knicks uh, pretty high up. I hope, year. I hope Lou never leaves, man. I really do. I, I, hockey people respect the shit out of that guy. What am I supposed to respect about him? He's fucking terrible. He got the team to the Eastern Conference Finals. Can't really, you know, that's good. I say that's good. Are they set up well for the future? Oh hell no! no. Hell they're not set no. up well for right now because they can't sign. They're, they're not set up for the now because they can't sign Matt Barzal. No, yeah, they. They had to win last year, which sounds crazy. It really does. But they, they lost a great oh, tremendous butter. player to uh Ryan, they just they had to extend JG Pajot. Uh, I mean they gave up stuff for him. I Pajot kills the Rangers. What am I gonna talk about here? But it's uh I they don't had know. To extend him. All right. Well, congratulations, Greg, on one of the mm, happiest days of good. your life. Feels good. I'm sure it's good. Soak it in while if it lasts. The Met, if the Met, honestly, if the Mets signed George Springer, I'm not gonna be able to talk. I know. I know. We'll would figure you, it out. Who would you bat first, Springer or Lindor? Like, how do you set the lineup? It's. Uh, I think I'd bat Lindor. Lindor's a better player. I would. I would too. I would go. I think the lineup I said today to our friends: Lindor, Conforto, Springer, Smith, Alonzo, Nemo, uh, J.D. Davis, McCann, 
Jeff McNeil. I don't like McNeil in the nine spot, but it depends on what McNeil we're getting. But I understand. Well, where would you put McNeil? I think seventh. If I move, uh, him, you don't uh, like McNeil in the nine spot because he's not getting enough at bats. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I like McNeil's bat, especially when he when he's popping. He really could get. He, yeah, he I just I like the idea. Of, and... I like the idea of. I I I've always been a fan of, you know, going nine one two and not having a break. Got it. And a lineup like that, like, does it? Do I want to bat Jeff McNeil seventh, or do I want Jeff McNeil to get on base for Lindor and Springer? Agree. It's a good problem to have, Ryan. It's, it's, a, it's a great thing. Great problem. Lafreniere and Cock, a great problem to have. All right, everyone. Uh, Stay in New York's over. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll be back next week with Shayna and Rick Carpinello. We're doing a full breakdown of New York Rangers season. And uh, I am be- excited to get their opinions about Francisco Lindor. I'm sure you will. All right, everyone. Love you. Bye. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.